enlightening, informative, sexy, and fun. Welcome to Looking for Love with your host, Dr. Lori Buckley. Dr. Lori will help you find the love you desire and show you how to have more love and passion in your life. Whether you're single, dating, in a relationship, married, or going through a breakup or divorce, Dr. Lori is here to help. This is Looking for Love, and here's your host, Dr. Lori Buckley. Welcome, you are listening to Looking for Love and More, and I'm your host, Dr. Lori Buckley, and today I am joined by Mark Phelan. He's back. Hello, Mark. Yeah, it was a rough uh, couple of weeks. It takes some time off. You know what I'm saying? Yes, I know. This is tough work. Somebody's got to do it, but here Turn we are. Turn over to the women. You took over. But it is good to have you back. It was fun to have Melanie, and it's good to have you. So whoever comes and talks to me, I enjoy. But, you know, you're a familiar face, and it's always fun when we get together and we talk about things, especially when we talk about things that we're going to be talking about today. Absolutely. Like sex toys. (laughs) Sex toys. You know, people have different ideas or feelings or experiences with sex toys. I mean, when I talk about sex toys, what is your association with them? Does it bring up feelings of excitement and fun or fear or what for you? Uh, you know, it's it's that generic first when I hear sex toys, I think of some giant freaking swinging dildo. It's mm. thing that pops into my head. Uh-huh. Fortunately, it only pops in my head, no other office. <laughs> but at the same time, flip side is how wacky some sex toys can become. Like Case the sex point. bots. Hello, Betty. <laughs> I know. We were looking online and looking at some videos of sex bots. And sex bots are real. They are coming, so to speak, but although I'm maybe sh- literally. I mean, they are and most unbelievable. in this day and age, they're American-made. Uh, Yes, I mean, I think they're made all over, but there are some American-made ones. I mean, this is virtual intelligence. The technology is getting to be... Is that what it's called, virtual intelligence? Did I get that right? sounds wrong. I ain't got the intelligence to know that. I think I think that's what, but they're no they're they're like real exactly robots they talk real robots they get to know you kind of like Alexis mm-hmm. and except Alexis doesn't have a vagina exactly they have yet. not yet yes that's a good point so they have everything yeah they, the interactivity is the key word now because Alexis uh, is one of those things that all of a sudden you could ask a question and it thinks the answer and gives you an answer. Now you put that into the body of a woman and or man, and now you have a companion. Right. And you can program them for different personalities. Exactly. If you want somebody who's submissive, if you want somebody who's more dominant, if you want somebody who's more coy and innocent. And if you're really a wacko, a nagging wife. (laughs) I don't think they're going to have that option. Oh, sure. Yeah. Then we're talking, then we're talking over the top crazy. Just think about it. You flip it on for five minutes. Why did you do the lawn? Why did you go to the grocery <laughs> store? I can't. You pick your feet off the table. I da, 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 And only you can just turn that off. And you can turn it off and all of a sudden look at this babe. And then, hi, I'm here for you. <gasps> and by the way, I'm not saying that all wives nag. So I just want to put that out there. But, you know, there are some who do. i got personal experience. You know, the old days when I was a kid, back in before your horse and buggy days, mannequins, you go to the store and all of a sudden they're changing the outfit. <gasps> look. Right. That was before mannequins even had nipples. Oh, yeah. Way before that. Yeah. But just the shape of the breast is, oh, my God, she doesn't have a top on. Right. And you'd watch the women, the women working in the store, hear little boys talking. They'd roll their eyes like, what, a little freak. (laughs) 
It's a no, these, mannequin. These are not they look mannequins. Awesome. They are stunning. The texture. They the, have facial expressions. And beautiful. Yeah. No, they have facial expressions. Some have big boobs. Some have little boobs. They have pubic hair. They have everything. And I, I mean, I don't know. Do I think that they're good or bad or right or wrong? No. I don't know what the technology is as far as actual movement and engagement how it is to stop such a thing. I have no idea if that's engaged or not. I mean, apparently it's supposed to feel pretty real. I think for some people, maybe people who are very anxious, who haven't been able to be in a in it a It could be a very valuable relationship. therapeutic tool. It really could. It really can be. But Non-judgmental. The, yeah. The thing that scares me, it will technology scares me. Yeah. It just scares me because the way that we're going at the speed that we're going with the the driverless cars and the sex bots oh, it's and Blade Runner coming next week. For I mean, sake. everything is just going crazy. Mm-hmm. And while there is potential for good with technology, just like everything where there's potential for good, there's also potential for evil. And that is absolutely true when it comes to, I mean, even the internet. So oh, there's, shit. yeah, it's just, it's scary to me what's happening and how fast it's going. Like what is, what is going to happen? Are people going to be pretty much obsolete? Are people going to want to be in a relationship with a robot rather than a person? Because let's face it, there are certainly some perks. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, we've already can attest to the fact there's plenty of men and women, I'm sure, uh, young guys, I'm sure, who are addicted to pornography. Ninety nine percent of the reason is they get to live their fantasies. It's, it's easy. It's there. It's accessible. They can engage. They can turn the sound up. There is now VR for with the naked chick. The whole thing. So it desensitizes them and so desocializes them to actually interacting with a human being. And they don't have to worry about getting an erection, coming too quickly, making sure that she is happy and turned on mm-hmm. or liking him or not judging his body mm-hmm. or his penis or all those things. It's, you get all of the good stuff without the it's challenging Westworld. stuff. It is literally Westworld where you can program it to give you compliments oh you're so good you're so big i love you more than anybody else and this oh, that does sound good gonna... now that you're talking about it they do have men sex spots yes. too we saw a couple of them and i'm sure there's going to be plenty of little debutantes aging who are going to rack a couple of them up into little palaces out it, they're expensive rooms. though they're I'm expensive sure. these things are thousands of dollars although you know it's like tvs used to be thousands of dollars mm-hmm. so you know let's fast forward three years maybe even two years and yeah, you might be able to go to your local Walmart and get one for a couple hundred bucks. I mean, who knows? So, you know, we can talk about technology at the extreme, which I'm going to say that is pretty much at the extreme. But technology for everyday sex toys has also advanced. And they make things that are really amazing now that can really enhance our partner sex. Mm-hmm as well as our alone sex. That's important to be able to experience sexual pleasure alone or with a partner and to be able to have things that can enhance it and increase your pleasure. It just popped into my head a three-way with one of these sex bots. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a... It's Certainly a, possible. No, no one's cheating on anybody. You have this, no this risk of inanimate, disease. This inanimate object joining you in the bedroom to keep one or the other or both of you aroused. Although I think I might even get jealous of a sex bot. Well, I a, mean, you know, if all of the attention's going to her. That's true. <laughs> so that's true. There's potential for anything. But there are some really great sex toys out there. The way I feel about sex toys is that they're a, a, 
a way to enhance our pleasure, like mm-hmm. I was saying before. So why not? And if you've been in a relationship for a long time and things start to just get a little, we'll say, not routine, because I think routine can be a good thing, but we'll say you get caught in a rut, it's a great way to add some excitement and have some fun. And that's why we call them toys. And if there are women, for example, who are having difficulty experiencing an orgasm, a toy can really help. And if a man is having difficulty maintaining an erection or even getting one, they can help him as well. It can have so many advantages. And I think there are some people who feel maybe somewhat intimidated by a sex toy. I mean, as a man, do you sometimes feel intimidated by a dildo or a vibrator? No. No, because I know the real thing is uh, swinging right here, and I got no problem with that. <laughs> yeah, but you but, can't do what a vibrator does. Uh, maybe. <laughs> I'm willing to try. You're willing to give it a go. First encounter I have with a young lady, young lady, middle-aged, whatever. A woman. A chick, a dame who inches skirt, a tomato. <laughs> a woman. If I walk into a room, so I'll be back in a second, and I maybe open the drawer in the bedstand, and I see a selection of dildos in all various sizes, and there's a big black one there. I'd be going... That would intimidate you, Well, I especially just, if it's black. I'd be, <laughs> no, the biggest problem would be, I would be thinking, if this is her point of arousal, uh-huh. and it's got to be this... Then she's maybe not going to be Can't that compete with that. Exactly. Yeah, but if you think about it as something to experience together, so it actually can be a, a tool, you know, not a liability or an asset, not a liability in your sex life. But I can understand. I think for some men it is intimidating because they think, well, wait a minute. She can have an orgasm with that vibrator, but I can't do it. I can't do what that vibrator does. Mm-hmm. It vibrates it however many times per second. It's an incredible thing. There's only so uh, fast the old can go. Yeah, but, you know, that's a different kind of pleasure. Right. Right. So they're just different ways to experience one another. I think having just even the conversation about sex toys, what do you like? What have you tried? What would you like to try? Looking online, you know, exploring that world, that can be an intimate experience all by itself. But then again, the other side of the coin is once I'm in that position, the fire has already been lit. There is a burning cauldron of passion that I have ignited. So it doesn't matter if there's a sex toy because Dr. Orgasm's making a house call. <laughs> Dr. Orgasm. <laughs> <laughs> well, you are a human being with the body. I mean, there That's are things that the, the vibrator exactly. or the dildo cannot also exactly. compete with. Yeah, and you've got a real I life can be moving tongue. And sweet and loving and charming and. And you Cuddle can talk, although else. that could be part of it's the problem. True, right? <laughs> ergo, I'm going home alone tonight. That's one of the great things about sex toys. That's they right. don't talk, it's unlike right. the sex bots. <laughs> you can just, you know what? I'm done, and so are you. The door <laughs> opens, closes. What's on Netflix? And without a say, okay, honey, don't you think you have to go home now? Well, no, I can get the rest of the evening off. Uh, <laughs> no, I really think you need to go. Yeah, I just want to be alone with my uh, with my toy. There are there actually my sister who is no longer with us, but she had a vibrator that she named. I think his name was Herman, if I remember correctly. So like Herman Munster. (laughs) I don't know, but she called him Herman. Yeah, so she'd have a nice evening with Herman, and there's nothing wrong with that. With you know having a night with whatever, whoever, whatever makes you happy. And I do really believe that it is an asset for women who 
maybe are not as experienced or don't know a whole lot about their body or what gives them pleasure to masturbate and use a vibrator to get a sense of what that feels like and really to be able to connect to your sexual feelings. It can really help when you are then with a partner as well, even if you're not using a vibrator. And it could be a real asset if you set your ass on it. Well, I but, um, don't know about that, but yes, but there are, there are ass toys. There are anal play toys. There are anal plugs. There are pegging kits, which is if you want to have anal sex with a dildo or a strap on, which is good for two women, it can also be used for a woman with a man. There's all kinds of fun things that you can do. There are po- prostate massagers, which can also be really good for your prostate, but also give you some sexual pleasure. It saves you a trip to the freaking urologist, doesn't it? No, it really, it actually is really a healthy thing to do. So there's all kinds of fun things. And then there's the erotic toy section. And one of my favorite manufacturers of those kinds of toys is Sport Sheets. And we've had Tom on the show before, and he is going to be on again. He promised me he would. And he makes some wonderful things. So it could be the sheets that have the Velcro restraints on them. And they're just really easy. You can get out of them if you want. There's nothing dangerous. And again, when you're going to be we'll say exploring or experimenting or participating in this kind of erotic power play, you need to have really good communication with your partner as well as a lot of trust, but you want to move forward in that way, have those conversations, but there's, you know, little things like blindfolds or handcuffs or little paddles to do some spanking or all kinds Tasers. of, yeah, well, the, well, there are people who go to that extreme. There's a continuum of the kind of sex play or erotic play that you can have. I like Tom stuff because the sport sheets brand, because it's really for anyone who really wants to explore and experiment and start out really light. And he has that line called S and M sex and mischief, which is some really fun little things in it. I mean, 50 shades of gray, which is shades of boredom. Well, for you, but a lot of people really like it. And the third one is coming out on Valentine's Day. I do think that it can be a fun thing to watch with a partner to start some conversations with one another, whether you like the movie or not. But there's some there's some stuff there to explore and go, hey, what do you think about that? Maybe we could try doing a little bit of that or not. But again, when you can find resources to have some good conversations about what you would like to do or your fantasies or what you'd like to try, and then if you do, how to do that in a way that is safe and consensual. It has to be consensual. It has to be safe. And the only way to do that is to communicate. And those those are things are really, really important. I mean, there are some specific sex toys that I think are really good. I do have on my website a sex ed page, and I have a link to some sex toys and some on-demand videos, as well as some DVDs that you can buy. And there's some great discounts there. If you buy a toy, you can get some free DVDs and things like that. But one of the lines on there that I really like a lot these days is called FT London. And they have some really interesting stuff. They have the G-Vibe. Now, when I first saw this G-Vibe, Looks I was like, like a squid. what the heck is that thing? It does. It, it has like two prongs and a circle. And, and I, I really didn't understand it. And then when I met... The man from FT London, he explained to me how it all works, and I was like, "This is Does an that amazing." Go on the it can, so it's got like a little V with the two prongs, which you can put on alongside. You can put the penis right in the middle of it and get a nice little vibration there. It can also be inserted. It can be inserted into one hole 
or two, and it moves. So it looks it looks like it, the prongs stick out, but they're actually moldable. So they, they will form to whatever your body is. It's a really kind of cool toy, and it feels really nice. And it's got pretty good vibration there if you want it. You know, you can definitely do different things to it. And the one that I really like in this line, it's the smallest little thing. It's called the G-ring. And you put that on your finger and it turns your finger into a vibrator. Just a very small thing. And it also could be used as a remote control for their other it's toys. It's like a ping pong ball. It's like a ring. It's like a fat ring. And, and it just clips right onto your finger. And it is actually really powerful. But I like it that it's not something that's going directly onto your clitoris, which can be a bit much for some women. You can use it that way. Or you can use it as making your finger a vibrator, and it can be used on men and women. So that's a really fun thing that you can use for men and women. I like that toy a lot. And of course, there's some anal plugs and things like that as well. Uh, But the G-Vibe is a great toy, and it's just different. I've never seen anything quite like it with the the two tips. So you might want to check that out. The other one that is on my website that is called the Satisfier. Uh, there's also another brand I don't have on my website, but it's called Again, the Womanizer. I'm going to, uh, call these guys for copyright infringement because that's my nickname. <laughs> yes. Well, you'll have to call your attorney. Uh, but what's nice about this vibrator, very different than your typical vibrator. Again, the Satisfier is a little bit of less expensive than the Womanizer, but they're both designed in the same way. It's almost like a suction cup that a woman puts on her clitoris. And it vibrates, but it's almost like a little bit of a sucking motion. It's not like your traditional vibrator. It's pretty intense, and it has all different kinds of speeds on it. And a lot of women really, really like this. They like it more than a traditional vibrator. So just another option. So many different products to choose from. And what I recommend is that you go online, you do some research, go to a toy store even. There's some really great ones. They're not the ones that they used to be with the blacked out windows and the men in trench coats. (laughs) Exactly. I mean, they're really a safe and comfortable place to go. Although if you've never been to one, it might feel a little uncomfortable at first going in. I mean, we have one right here in Old Town Pasadena in a very kind of upscale neighborhood. It's just out there. You know, you can see right through it. It's very nice. And you can go in there, ask questions. The people who work in these stores generally are very knowledgeable and very helpful and absolutely non-judgmental. And it sometimes it helps to be able to ask somebody or to be able to look at the toys and feel them. Although going online has the advantage, well, not only of anonymity, but also being able to read reviews and read things more specific about the toys. And you can even get toys at Amazon.com. I mean, they have them everywhere now. Even in the market, they have Trojan cock rings. Not cock rings. Well, they're, what are they called? They, uh, what market? They're at, at the grocery market. What? Yeah, they're like little cock rings with a little vibrator on them. And Ralph's has got cock rings? Yes. Where is I don't know if it's this? Ralph's, but I'm telling you, I've seen them in the grocery market. It's probably Ralph's. I don't think so. I am telling you it is Honey, true. Pick up a couple of cantaloupes, get some fat-free milk, and by the way, get that cock ring. <laughs> I'm telling you, they have it there. It's like a little jelly thing, almost like a rubber band, but made out of, I don't know, like jelly stuff. So it, it expands. It's, like a it's, scrunchie? 
like a gummy bear that <laughs> stretches. You put it around your penis. It's got a little vibrator on it. So when you're having sex, if you're having heterosexual sex, that it will, when it's on the man's penis, it will hit the woman's clitoris. So you get a couple of benefits from this. You get one, if you have trouble maintaining an erection, it can help you maintain an erection. What's the name of this thing? I mean, I don't know what the, what the Trojan brand is, but there's all different, there's better brands out there. We'll just say more sophisticated. And you're telling me this is in a grocery store? Yes. I ain't never seen this. I'm telling you, it's true. I, would I lie to you? I would never lie to you. No, could, you could be a <laughs> But these things can be really nice. These restrictor, restrictor rings or cock rings, whatever they're called. The ones that are the stretchy, uh, they're not the best, but because they can, you can only wear them for so long. You don't want to wear them for too long. They can be too tight or not tight enough, and they may not be so comfortable. But if you find one that really works for you, and they have some that are made better than others, and if you're really into it, you can get one that is custom made. And you have to go online and figure out how to do that and find out who to order it from. But there's a specific formula. There's a job I want. The formula pie, I work part-time as a cock measurer. <laughs> no, it's great. And, you, and as a man, you can wear it all the time. So you put it on when you are soft. And it will go, it'll go around or underneath your testicles and around your penis. And it'll fit perfectly fine. Sounds very comfortable. Well, it actually is like jewelry for your penis. But then when you get erect... You know, obviously it becomes tighter, but not so tight that you're going to be causing yourself any damage. And what it does is it keeps the blood in your penis. So it just keeps you erect longer and stronger. And it's a great little, a great little toy for men and women. And it goes around your nuts? Yes. And I don't think you would do that one, like with the Trojan one, with some of the, with the, with the ones that stretch in and out, but with the custom made ones, that's what you can do. And some other ones, you can buy some that are made out of leather. They have snaps. I mean, there's all kinds of different, all different kinds of toys Sounds out like there. An interesting thing for a road trip. <laughs> it can be fun. You wouldn't want to wear one of the metal ones, you know, when you're going to the airport. That could be a bit. That could be a bit embarrassing. Mm -hmm. uh, so yes, yeah, so we've got vibrators, all different kinds of vibrators. There's little ones that you can use while you're having intercourse. Uh, Dame makes a really interesting one called Eva. I like the Eva Two a little better than the Eva One, where theoretically it holds itself in place. You put it on your clitoris, and it's got these little legs that you sort of wrap your labia around, so it stays there. So when you're having intercourse, you could have hands-free intercourse. And you don't have anything on the man's penis, so it could be used for two women. It could be used for a man and a woman, and you, she will get that clitoral stimulation. How often do, do you use your hands? You said hands-free intercourse? A lot of women like to have or need to have clitoral stimulation while they're having intercourse. And so for women who respond to that, oftentimes the man or themselves or the women themselves can stimulate their clitoris and they can do it with their fingers or they can do it with the vibrator. So a lot of couples do that. It's actually a really good idea to do. And so this will make it so you, it's hands-free. Mm-hmm. And it's just another another option. So that's also a really good product. And then there's dildos. The difference between a dildo and a vibrator is a dildo doesn't vibrate. And I've talked about this before on the show, but, you know, it's worth repeating because it's such an important bit of information, I think, that the rabbit that women were going crazy for, and I was talking about the rabbit, I, I just think it's not an ideal toy because the rabbit, one, the dildo part, the part that goes into your vagina 
is actually a vibrator. And we really don't need something vibrating in our vagina. For most of us, it doesn't really do a whole lot. The thing that helps when we have something inserted or penetrated into our vagina is more about G-spot stimulation. And sometimes it's just the sensation of having something in us. We feel filled up, uh, but it can also feel really amazing. The other part that vibrates that goes on our clitoris is exactly for that, for clitoral stimulation. So sometimes it's really difficult with a toy to get that exact measurement because all of our vaginas are different and the distance between our clitoris and our vaginal opening is different. So to find a toy that's going to fit that exactly, eh, it's just not ideal. So I think women who do like it, maybe they haven't experienced anything else. So compared to whatever else they've experienced, it seems like a pretty great thing, or just for some reason they found the right toy that works for them. But what I recommend, and I think is the way to go, is you get a dildo that is, again, that doesn't vibrate. It has a little curve to it meant for G-spot stimulation, and you can get them made out of any thing. I think glass is the way to go. They have some really nice glass ones, but they have ones that are made out of silicone, whatever works for you, whatever feels good. You want to be able to get one that that you like, whether it's the size or the shape. And then that is something that you can insert. And then you get a separate vibrator such as the G-ring, and then you use that on your clitoris. So you get to find one that you like. You get to have more control over where it goes and how it goes. You have control over both of those things and you can do that separately. Or if you're having sex with a partner, the man can insert the dildo and then he can do oral sex and just really enjoy her clitoris and give her clitoral stimulation orally while he has the dildo inside of her, which he would not be able to do unless he's really flexible, uh, (laughs) able to penetrate her, have intercourse, and be able to stimulate her with the tongue. So there's a lot of different fun things that you can do. That is a uh, quite the contortionist. Yes, he would have to be. Although, you know, maybe there is somebody out there that can do that, and bravo to you. So The idea about and why we want to talk about sex toys is don't be afraid of them. Try them out. Have fun. There are going to be things that you like and there's going to be things that you don't like. And again, you're going to have these conversations with your partner, which can be maybe even more important than using the sex toys themselves. It's like, hey, what about this thing? Or what about that thing? How would you feel about using the sheets with with the things that can restrain your your wrist or your ankles. Does that, does that sound exciting to you at all? How about if we got this little fur lined paddle, right? To give you a little spanking. How does that sound? Does that interest you at all? And you might have someone who says, absolutely not. I don't even like, not even want to talk about that. It just feels absolutely out of any realm of possibility for me. I have no desire for that, you know, and that's their choice. No judgment. Either way, whether somebody wants to try something or not want to try something, you don't want to judge them. You just want to have the conversation. And you might get someone who says, well, I don't know. It's maybe, maybe we could try it, you know, as long as, you know, I be able to feel comfortable and mm-hmm. safe. And then you can have that conversation about this how to do This all sounds that. like perfect timing for Valentine's Day. Exactly. Don't waste your money going to a freaking restaurant where you're going to spend three times the cost. For a mediocre meal, it won't be fun. Make something special. Get the gift that keeps on giving. Bingo, bongo, bango. 
Yeah, and they're not cheap. I mean, you can buy cheap sex toys, although mm. I wouldn't. They 99 ha- cent stores got a, quite the rack. <laughs> oh, God. They probably do. There's some really great sex toys. Things to keep in mind if you are using a silicone sex toy, which most of them are made out of silicone, you do not want to use a silicone lube. You can use coconut oil. You can use an why, oil why on a silicone toy. A silicone it will break it down. So it'll dis, basically disintegrate inside you. It, well, it, it's going to break down the silicone. It's going to ruin your toy and probably not going to be good for your body either. So you don't want to do that. And you just want to make sure that when you do buy a toy, and you do need a lubricant. Lubricants are always recommended. Make sure that whatever lubricant you're using, a water-based lubricant, you pretty much can't go wrong on or with. But an extra virgin olive oil. Well, you can use an extra virgin olive oil or a coconut oil. Even which she's not an extra virgin. But <laughs> she might be. Uh, but yeah, the, the coconut oil is something I, I recommend, the organic virgin mm-hmm. coconut oil, refined if you don't like the smell of coconut. And again, you're going to use the, you can use that on a silicone toy. Uh, again, water-based is good, but it can get a little sticky and dried out. If you use a water-based lube, you want to reactivate it with water. So if it starts getting dry and sticky, just add more water. Don't add more lube. It'll just get stickier and drier. So you just reactivate it a couple drops of water. You'd be surprised. Nothing says sexy versus dry and sticky. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And the rule that I always like to talk about, if you are a man who is, it, or a woman with a woman who is introducing a sex toy to a partner, make sure it's brand new in the box. You bring out a toy. Yeah, that, that the person's thinking you've Sprayed used it. Sprayed around the edges. Yeah, you've been using it on other people. That's yeah. Somebody else's initials carved into the <laughs> handle. Yeah. You don't want to do that. So just be thoughtful. Have fun. That's what they're there for. They're there for fun, mm-hmm. to increase our pleasure. And again, no judgment if your partner does or doesn't want to try some things, but have the conversations. Do some online searching. You never know. You never know. You might have a partner who you could be with someone for a very long time and you've been wanting to try something and you are a little embarrassed or didn't think that your partner would like it. Because sometimes we we make up what our partner is thinking or what they're going to say or feel. Exactly. And we really don't know. And we could bring it up to them even if we think we know them. And it might be something that they've been wanting to talk about or try for a very long time and like i said it's the perfect timing of valentine's day it's a way to show we love and affection mutual satisfaction and you know hopefully it's going to be fantastic yeah and there are some really great high quality toys out there so i like that idea for a gift as opposed to maybe some chocolates not that chocolates are bad because you know we're always fine after we all love our chocolate or at least most of us do So that is what I'm going to say about that. And again, those movies or books or whatever it is that can start up that conversation and Fifty Shades of Grey, it's a good one. There's a reason why it's coming out on Valentine's Day, if for no other reason to see it. It's, oh, stop it. You haven't even seen it. Don't listen to him. He hasn't even seen it. Saw the first one. I can't imagine a second one. And a third one would be excruciating. Well, I did see some previews, and I don't know. There's maybe something to it. Again, it can start some good conversations. Wait till it comes out on On Demand. Whatever you want to do. Number two is On Demand. It is. It's number two. <laughs> it also, is, yeah. is nominated for Razzie Awards, and I rightly so. Look, it, is it the best movie ever made? Well, is it is it the, the most accurate will say a portrayal of what sex should look like. No, but it's fun. Just like a sex toy. We don't want to take our sex toys or our movies or ourselves too seriously. 
So let's talk about our action step. The action step is going to be a clear one. Do some research, do some shopping, go online, go to a store, have a conversation with your partner. If you have sex toys, and a lot of couples have this situation where they have them and they never use them, or they used to, but it's been a really long time. If it's been a really long time, throw those out, get some new ones because the ones they make nowadays are so much better. And do that. That is your action step. Do something to have a conversation or get some information about something that could make your sex life more fun, by the way, with or without a partner. Why not? All kinds of options out there. And my gadget of the day. It's a sex bot. Is, I'm not, I mean, the obvious thing would be a sex toy, but we've talked about those. One of my favorite things that I have bought in the last year, it's going to sound maybe something that is shocking to people, or for some people, they're like, oh, yeah, I already know about that. It is a silicone, speaking of silicone, it's a silicone popcorn popper. So you can get it at Amazon. Just look up silicone popcorn popper. There's a bunch of different brands out there. Choose whichever one you like. And it's a big red bowl made out of silicone. It collapses so it doesn't take up any room in your cabinets if you are room or space challenged which I am. And all you do is you just add a little bit of popcorn. It has the lines in there. It tells you exactly what to add. No oil. You put the popcorn in there. You put the top on, you put it in your microwave. And in less than two minutes, you've got popcorn. It has no chemicals. It has no salt. It has no oil. It has nothing in it other than the popcorn. And then if you do want to add some butter or some salt or whatever you want to add to it, you can do that on your own. It tastes so much better than anything you get in those little bags that you buy, which are filled with God knows what. So it is something that if you like watching movies and having some popcorn, which I do, and you don't really want to take out the time or dirty a pot, this is something you just grab your silicone bowl, put some popcorn in there. Less than two minutes, you got a nice bowl of popcorn, and it is so convenient. It's a little too convenient because it makes me eat too much popcorn. But, but I, to tie that into what we were just talking about, make it naked. You could make it naked. You could watch your movie naked. Yep, whatever you want to do. In. But there is something really nice about watching a movie, sitting at home watching a movie and having some popcorn. And I think most people like that. And you know, you want to take the the shortcut oftentimes and buy those pre pre ones. What are what they're called? The ones that were in the bags. Overridenbacher. Yeah, the ones that you put in the microwave because they're so easy. You don't want to dirty a pot. It's just easy. And so this way you have the best of all worlds. It's easy, but it's also healthy. And you can add whatever you want to it. So that is one of my favorite gadgets. That's the gadget of the week. And that is all we've got for you for this show. We will see you in a couple of weeks or you'll at least, we won't see you, but you'll be hearing us. You're going to be seeing us pretty soon because in the very near future... It's you happening. See our mugs with video. <laughs> it will be posted, and it's, you'll be able to see all this. Live. It's happening. It is in the it is in the happening Absolutely. stage. So that'll be We've fun. Got Spielberg going to direct. Uh, Murray Spielberg. He <laughs> lives down the corner. Yes. No, it's going to be fun. But in the meantime, we're going to be talking to you, and we always appreciate you listening. If you have any questions, any comments, anything at all, please write me at Lori at DrLoriBuckley.com or Lori at LookingForLovePodcast.com. You can write Mark, too. He will answer. And we actually, in the give very near future... If you get sex toys, give us reviews. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. If you have a favorite sex toy, let us know what it is. We are, I've been receiving a lot of letters lately, and we are going to be talking about that in the very near future. And for all you folks down under, thank you very much for staying, uh, tuning in.
Yes, apparently we have a big following in Australia, which is exciting. So thank you all. And thank you everyone for listening. Again, we always appreciate it. We'll talk to you soon. Bye everyone. Ciao, Ben. Oh, <laughs>